What is up, everybody, and welcome back to Freeze Frame, episode 78, the show where we stop to take a moment to discuss all the heavily talked about news of the week having to do with movies, TV, streaming, and pop culture. I'm one your host, Vincent DeSantis, and today I'm joined by Ryder Maldonado. Now, Ryder, before we get into the housekeeping, is my mic coming through on your OBS? Yes. Just as a double good. check. Yeah, yeah. We absolutely love to see it. Guys, if you're listening on audio platforms, please give us a review and let us know what you think. Hop into Discord, stay up to date, join our community, follow our TikTok, follow our Twitter. This week, you're not going to want to miss out on YouTube content if you're listening on audio platforms because it is D23 at the end of the week and Ryder's going to be there in Anaheim, California on the show floor. We'll be live streaming it, different parts of it and stuff like that. So please go over to youtube.com slash casual and subscribe over there. Help us out a bunch. We just did a little prediction video on basically what some of the Marvel stuff they could show there. Yeah, Uh, That was was a lot of fun. So you can check that video out now um, if you want to get a little head start, baby. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, now, Ryder, give me the quote of the week. All right. Is this, this the quote of the week for last week? This is last week. Yeah, this was brought by James. There was one that, you know, I was going to keep it in. There was one that me and James read, and we were so confused on it. And I think you brought it. It was like the weirdest quote ever. I might have to look back and tell you off off the pod. But I was like, what is this from? He was like, I don't A know. quote that I brought in? Yeah. It was what you had brought the week before, two weeks ago. But It was No Country for Old Men. Oh. The coin flip. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think was it, was it the coin flick from No Country? Because I, I didn't bring was, another one. I don't think. Never, never mind. I, I guess I guess we just all forgot. I might have just put that okay. one in, and I had no idea what it was. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, this is from James. Um, I guess we can just go back and forth. There's multiple characters, so it doesn't matter. Sure. Uh, here we go. The city's headed for a disaster of biblical proportions. What do you mean biblical? Uh, what he means is Old Testament, Mister Mayor, Mayor, real wrath of God type stuff. Exactly. Fire and brimstone coming down from the skies. Rivers and seas boiling. 40 years of darkness, earthquakes, volcanoes. The dead rising from the grave. Human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together, mass hysteria. All right, all right, I get the point. <laughs> there you have it. That was from uh, Ghostbusters. I think it was pretty on brand. James was like, do some Ghostbusters. And I'm like, yeah, have you been to the fire department? Because it's there in the city. And he was like, I have not yet. That's true. Know. Yeah, James should go check that out. That'd be pretty sweet. There you have it. Uh, I brought one uh, pretty on brand. For next, for the at the end of the episode, I'll, I'll let you know what it is, Vince. After sweet, but. I'm excited. <clears throat> okay, we got a lot of juicy stuff to get into. Rings of Power, House of Dragon, Venice Film Fest. I mean, there's a lot dropping. It's probably the busiest week, even for the gaming world, right? Like gaming events are happening pretty left busy. and right. So I wouldn't say the busiest, but pretty dang busy. Yeah, <laughs> let's get started here. Uh, I guess. Well, we won't talk about. Let's Rings just of jump Power into yet. the Emmy, the Emmy wins, because we're gonna get into okay, all yeah, the details yeah. in just a hot sec. Yeah. Well, I mean, also Cobra Kai season five comes out. Yeah, in just a couple days. (laughs) That's great. That's insane (laughs) because it it has to take a back burner. I'm way more excited Mm -hmm. about House of Dragon, Rings Mm -hmm. of Power. Uh, Cobra Kai is starting, but also what else? Something else starts in a couple weeks too. Uh, Andor. Well, Andor, I guess. Oh, Andor. Yeah, dude. (laughs) It's actually. I don't think I'm gonna be able to keep up. And I have She-Hulk going on right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, She-Hulk is happening. There's no way. I don't even watch that much TV. Yeah, Andor starts Uh, way later and. Yeah. I'm like a one at time, one show at a time kind of guy. Mm-hmm. And even then, it takes me forever. So, like, me trying to keep up with four different, five different shows right now, probably not going to happen. Um, happen. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. At least they do it on different days. But it is, and, and again, it's the weekend too. I mean, my yeah. She Hulk, it's like, I don't care about She Hulk. But no, I'm just kidding. She Hulk no, is cool. 30 minutes, you know, so it's not too bad. But yeah, with Rings of Power and House of Dragon on the weekends, it's a, it's a busy time. It takes away a lot. Yep. 
no time for gaming um okay so here we go we got three emmy wins that i wanted to highlight because i just you know it's my kind of favorite stuff what we do in the shadows they won best fantasy sci-fi costumes great for them cool succession wins best casting for a drama series and severance wins best main title design um well deserved now let me ask you this i believe these emmys are ones that um kind of get awarded before the show because the show is only two hours long and they don't have enough time to give all the emmys so they mm. take some of the smaller categories and announce them ahead of time is the emmys on sunday i want to say yeah probably if it's coming up then yeah i don't know the exact date but i'm, I'm i i guess you're looking it up see. but um sure. it was weird severance uh severance won a couple of others uh stranger things won a lot more september 12th so next sunday sunday yeah oh monday 5 actually. p.m November 12th? That's weird. That's a Monday. Usually oh, Monday. just kidding. It's a Monday. Oh, interesting. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's weird. Um, yeah, I hope Succession takes the cake for maybe Best Actor, but there was, I mean, there's a lot of competitive stuff going I, on. I wish we could, like, stream the Emmys, you know? If it wasn't, <laughs> yeah. like, like, that'd be so much fun. Same yeah. with the Oscars. Like, that, I would love the to suit. do that. That's yeah, fun. Yeah. 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 I, well, Sad. is it because you, um, you, like, it's not allowed or because they don't stream it? Not allowed. They don't, they don't put on you. It's only a cable thing. Like, oh. so... If I had some TV, no, I don't know. <laughs> no, because it, it would just be repurposing like cable network. Oh, like you can't right. repurpose network yeah. TV. Yeah, that's not. Wow, yeah, that's bad. Yeah, <laughs> it, it would be the down. same yeah. as like putting a streaming show, like yeah. episode one of whatever on Netflix, like <laughs> streaming. <laughs> that would be good. Yeah, yeah. I wish, that would be fun though to do that, but it would. Anyways, we'll see and what happens. So we'll talk. I about put it. one more on here too. Oh, what did you, you read this one already? Tim yeah. Robinson. Wins best actor in short form series. I think you should leave. Writer, you have to watch. I think yeah. you should leave. It's at, so good. At this point, for it to get awards recognition, I was like, dang, it must be that good. It's hilarious. I, I don't even know if it's that good. It's just hilarious. It's yeah. just so funny. I feel like a lot of people didn't know about it, but like you did with me, you're you know telling me about it. And word of mouth, yeah. that show got popular. Now even the Emmys recognize it. I think it is definitely a word of mouth show because I don't think it has wide appeal, mm -hmm. to be honest. I like... <laughs> Yeah. It could be hit or miss comedy wise. That's for some people. No, yeah, for sure. But yeah, we'll definitely talk about the wins because I don't know. I mean, it could be a surprise, but I just see Succession taking the cake. No, <laughs> I don't know. And wait, what else was the big nom? For not just Succession. There was something else. that got a bunch of nominations. I know. Now I'm now I'm going. I mean, certain things we talked about it a couple weeks ago. Uh, Barry got a lot of noms. Oh, of course. Barry. That's that's um, the one that I was thinking. Of. A lot of HBO shows, but mm -hmm. I feel like there was another. Oh, one. Euphoria, Ozark, Better Call Saul. Oh yeah, um, Yellow Jackets. I mean, there's a lot, I and mean, comedy cool. stuff like only yeah. murders in the building, all that stuff. Yeah. Oh, crazy. Okay. Crazy. Well. Excited though, Ryder. I'm gonna throw this clip off to you, okay? Yeah. To start. Okay, here we go. Ready? In three, two, one, go. The Lord of the Rings: Rings of Power is Amazon's biggest premiere of all time, with 25 million viewers, and we want to give our thoughts a little bit about what we thought about the first two episodes. Right, yeah. House of Dragon, when it premiered, mm -hmm. had 10 million people watching live, okay? <laughs> this, Lord of the Rings, More The Rings twice. of Power, 25 million people tuned in first day to watch this. That's insane. And, and not to already start off comparing, but both are amazing in their own right. We, we love both. Um, I think the first thing off the bat, before we get into details and statistics, Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power... Needs to be seen on a, a IMAX screen. I don't know if the first two episodes are still you can, but if you missed out on that, I'm sorry. But this show is gorgeous, and even watching it on the biggest TV, biggest you know the biggest audio things I have, the biggest you know speakers, it is an experience. And I think that they really went out their way to make it look amazing with the CGI. 
and kind of make it a spectacle. I mean, you have some details here about the VFX yeah. shots and stuff. What'd I you mean, think? not just a spectacle, but the music that ties it all together oh. is phenomenal. It, it mm. is it is Lord of the Rings. They bring it back yeah. in, like, real nice. So we have here that there were 20 studios that came together on the Rings of Power and nearly 9,500 VFX shots, okay? And this quote from the VFX producer says, we made it so that it would play technically beautifully in everything up to an IMAX screen. That's insane. That's awesome. It makes sense. That's so awesome. Yeah. Uh, we also have your, well, you know, and get excited because season two is just a couple of weeks away from starting production, says the showrunner. And that's great because you can already see, see the kind of setup and build up for, you know, projects like The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings. Um, it, it focuses on three multiple stories, kind of four storylines. But yeah, I wouldn't even say it's setting up Lord of the Rings much or The Hobbit. It just has like it's in the same world. So by like talking about it. Yeah, they're kind of talking about the events. Um, Like, for example, Galadriel is one of the main characters. And it's cool to see her. She's played by Cate Blanchett in the movies. Um, And I'm like, wow, this is great kind of seeing her origin. And she is a totally different character. Um, But you could see her evolution. I could see it growing over the course of this show in multiple seasons. And the hype of Sauron and Morgoth and kind of the. The, the buildup of the dark side, the evil right. in the world is starting to rise Sharon. up. And uh, I think that's the best part about, hey, you know, we're at peacetime, but it's building up to hopefully an epic climax in this season. Yeah. I don't know if you feel that way too. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, I, I would love to get into a little bit of spoiler territory at the end of this video for the first two episodes of The Rings of Power. Um, that's all. So if you've watched it, awesome. Stick with us. If you haven't, pause the video, go watch those episodes, and then watch the rest of this uh, clip. But I really I really am connecting with some of the cast here. Like some of the characters that we're following are great. I heard a lot of complaints that people thought the first episode was extremely slow and boring and stuff like that. But I love the tolkien-esque world building of like oh how did we actually get to middle earth like mm-hmm. they talked about the elves traveling across the sea to like get to middle earth and mm-hmm. be there first and we were talking about like um just kind of the different areas that people kind of settled in and the horfoots or orfoots or whatever they're called yeah, yeah, are basically yeah, yeah. hobbits mm-hmm. they're yeah. hobbits mm-hmm. not yet hobbits but like in their yeah, different evolution what they way. were at if, first yeah yeah, yeah. And another great thing, too, is that this show doesn't have you kind of meeting characters while I know they'll probably meet each other. And that's kind of the fun of it. But they there are relationships already built that you have to kind of pick up on by dialogue and yes. say, like, what's going on here? How long have you known each other? What's the relationship? Some mm-hmm. of them are friends. Some of them had romantic relationships, it seems like. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you know, we can kind of get into what we think with that. But it's you could see kind of the in the behind the scenes, like the darkness kind of slithering their way right. in the relationships. And I think like, yeah. oh, like, I don't know how that's going to interfere or how that helps. But there's some fun stuff, especially the highlight is the, uh, the I don't want to say trolls. Man, I'm going blank. The the guys in the mountains, the builders. Oh, the dwarves. The dwarves. Dude, the, the, the whole dwarf city was awesome. <laughs> so the music cool. <laughs> that goes in when you go underneath um, like um, into the um, city, the characters um, are great. Um, they brought that comedy in, but still like, okay, I, I think... The Hobbit really built that comedy around the dwarves a lot more, <laughs> yeah, you know? Yeah. And I think that was one of the stronger parts of The Hobbit, mm-hmm. I would say. So bringing that into here is is awesome. Yeah. Yes, there's still comedy with the dwarves in Lord of the Rings also, you know? But um, I, I think the, realized. the emphasis yeah. there yeah. in here also is great. Mm-hmm. I love the characters. Um, like, I love all the characters so far. It's really, really cool. Mm-hmm. I want to see how they get built. I'm so-so on a couple people. Um, but like a standout for me is the woodland elf. Um, I forget his name, but he's like in love with that girl in that oh, city. Yeah, the Legolas um, type guy, right? He's like the 
he's our substitute Legolas. Yes, yeah. Because he's kind of right. Moment, like kind of badass. Yeah, yeah. He's that. Yeah, dude. I can't wait to see what he does too. But there's just there's a lot of plot points that I could see going well. The CGI is gorgeous mm-hmm. um, for the most part. I yeah. We have yeah. what eight more episodes? Is it a ten episode show? Uh, I thought I think it was nine. I thought I don't know. It could be okay. more. Yeah, I, yeah. I thought it was nine, but I, yeah. I guess we can. I guess we can go with spoilers. You know, off the bat, Galadriel yeah. on this kind of self righteous uh, uh, journey to avenge her brother. Right, her brother died at the hands mm-hmm. of Sauron, and she has her dagger, and she's there ready to you know go through the ends of the earth just to sacrifice herself. And while all the the other elves, they were you know kind of they did one successful mission, and they were getting delivered off to their own vibe their own world of oh yeah she like jumps Valhalla, right yeah she jumps off of that that's how it's far not Valhalla. it's like it's back oh, yeah. to their world yeah. back to their like okay where they crossed the seas to go to middle earth they're going back oh. like that is them going back to their original okay. world to like live okay. the rest of their lives yeah. okay it makes sense yeah um but i think her story is the strongest because along the way she meets uh, another character and while it seemed kind of unnecessary with the boat and kind of the water with the worm, the the water worm. Who became a main character? Yeah, he's already like, it's like I have a pouch, like I know where I could take you, and it's like, okay, right. now we're now the story's moving, and it kind of follow sure. her. And meanwhile, you have the Hobbit with the guy that fell from the meteor. Who's this Dude, meteor guy? Crazy, <laughs> yeah, that character is awesome. He screams, and all the trees no. kind of like suck in. I'm like, whoa, that's so. Is cool. it a young Gandalf? I don't know. No, no. I don't think so. Because I would, because no. I'm like, how do wizards? You know, enter a, a realm. Maybe they just come in a meteor. I don't know. <laughs> oh, you think he's a wizard? That'd I be think. Cool. Yeah, I think he might be a wizard. Because, because remember when we met Gandalf, there were like multiples. There were others. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, there's other wizards. Yeah. Maybe he's he's there to help people because he has the power. So I was like, oh, he's, oh, that's true. I didn't even help consider out. that. He's like, evil is coming. I'm I'm here to you know. Like Thanos yeah. is coming. <laughs> it's like that, no, dude. Kidding. I just I can't wait. I can't wait to see what the show has in store for us because there's huge battle sequences that I'm excited to mm-hmm. see eventually. Um, just even some of the quieter moments with just music, they have yeah. those beautiful sweeping drone shots and stuff with like, obviously most of it is fake. It's like a fake camera drone, yeah, but yeah. It, anyways, <laughs> it's gorgeous no matter what. It's very cool. My so, last thing I'll say, Lord of the Rings yeah. is back. And if you thought otherwise, enjoy this show for what you have. Absolutely. Enjoy. Haters. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, not, I love <laughs> yeah. Lord of the Rings. It's not, it's not Got bad. It. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. cool. It's very cool. Mm-hmm. But let us know if you disliked it. I would actually love to know like why. I've yeah. heard a lot of uh, things about it that are like, oh, I don't like this, I don't like this, but no reason, like, I would like to know the reasoning, like, why is something bad, or yeah. why don't you like it, so, yeah, let us know about all that, thank you guys so much for watching this clip on Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power, if you want to know more about Rings of Power, I'm sure we'll be doing more content right here on Shickly Casual, you can subscribe right here, if you're listening on audio platforms, uh, please jump over to YouTube and check this out, and, uh, you know, if you want to listen to the full episode, if you're on YouTube, that's for free, on all audio platforms, you can check out it as well, just type in, uh, Shickly Casual, freeze frame. And it'll be the latest episode. Thanks, guys. See you next time. Okay, cool. Epic. Good clip. Good, good stuff. Good, good stuff. So much. So much. <laughs> okay. Moving on here. Uh, we got, we're got. we going to dive into a little bit of the Venice Film Fest. Something that uh, yep. Vince was very excited about. Brought it to me. And I was like, oh, yeah. There's some good stuff. we got to dive into this. First things up. Don't Worry Darling is doing their press. Along with a lot of other films for the rest of the year, right? Like you said. Don't worry, darling. Harry Styles, Olivia Wilde, uh, Chris Pine, and Florence Pugh star in this. They're there right now. Florence Pugh, you know, following the drama of the film. She's like, I'll only do Venice Film Fest, and that's it. I'm not going to do other press. So she's there. Um, Harry Styles uh, talks about... There's a quote here. Harry Styles talks about his acting and how it's something new to him. 
He says, mm-hmm. what I like about acting, it's the feeling, feeling that I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> and right. so people would say, well, I don't think you know what you're doing because... Because that clip that we saw. Yeah, the clip. So out of context. But um, yeah. they're all there right now. And Well, okay, so... This is we're getting into the end of the year. We're getting into the award season movies. I would say this mm-hmm. is our, always where it happens. End of the year, all the bangers come out, and it's like the things that get nominated for Oscars mm-hmm. and uh, international awards and stuff. Um, so we have Venice Film Festival. We have TIFF, which is in a couple weeks, I believe, mm-hmm. uh, Toronto International Film Festival, and one other um, festival. Crap, I can't remember. But between these three, Sundance? I would say no, no, that, not Sundance. That's, that's in March or <laughs> April, something like that. Um, this is where all the bangers are shown. Okay, all of them, all of them. There's so many good ones coming out right now. Like, for instance, this is a really nice highlight that I would love to talk about. Is Brendan Fraser in tears during a six-minute standing ovation for the whale? Isn't that nuts? Amazing. I, I Brendan I, Fraser, our man that was blacklisted from Hollywood for two decades, gets a standing ovation for his performance in Darren, Darren Aronofsky's The Whale. I put um, the biggest comeback in Hollywood history, like for an actor. Yes. Like, that's crazy. It's so cool. He's such a sweet man. So here's a little summary for uh, The Whale, which is the movie that he stars in. Charlie, Brandon Fraser, is a 600-pound man bound to the constraints of his apartment. As a result of his limited mobility, he is frequently visited by his friend Liz, who doubles as a nurse. Liz is the only vessel for emotion Charlie knows as the pair share a bond of mutual love and trauma. As Charlie's health rapidly declines, a somewhat familiar face re-enters his life. His daughter, Ellie. Sadie Sink, who is from um, Stranger Things. Netflix, uh, Stranger Things. Um, after eight years of physical and emotional distance, their relationship is in disarray. Ellie is a rebellious high school senior who begins taking advantage of her impaired father's loneliness without her mother's knowledge. Among these complex relationships, a young missionary named Thomas, Ty, uh, Ty Simpkins? Yeah, I know. I was like, what? Ty Simpkins? That's the guy from... Uh, He's from, um, like, he's, you know, one of the big young actors. Let's see. Oh, he's from that, uh, that's, Iron Man. He's a, okay, I that's, met this guy. Yeah, he plays Harley Keener. Okay, comes into the picture, convinced he has the ability to save Charlie from his suffering. Very funny. And the quote, this is from one of the reviews. Brendan Fraser possesses this irresistible power to tug on your heartstrings. Fraser is well-deserved of all the praise headed his way and has delivered another standout within his vast career. Brendan Fraser is back, baby. We love to see it. Unfortunately, we won't see him in Batgirl, though. F. oh no as uh firefly so That's sad one of the cool villains but yeah um so i wanted to say real quick before i get into my thoughts of that venice film festival that ends the 10th i have the list now i found it uh yeah Tiff starts the 8th and it goes to the 18th of september so the next two big ones are new york film festival and bfi uh, london oh those bfi that's down, one. yeah they're happening uh october october ish so okay those are the two next big ones so i mean Dude, yeah like you said lots more stuff <laughs> screenings and stuff <laughs> I believe the tickets for TIFF are... Okay, so TIFF is where Steven Spielberg's next movie is going to be um, oh, releasing yeah. at. Rosenbaum? So, Rosenbaum? So no, uh, The Fableman. The, oh. <laughs> which is that. a movie he I made about that. himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was thinking when I said meet the Rosenbaums. I don't know why. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. I don't yeah. know that one. Um, yeah, so I'm excited for that. We have Killers of the Flower Moon, Scorsese's next movie coming out soon. Oh. A lot of international pictures that everybody's looking forward to. Just bangers. Bangers on bangers. So, nice. Oh, uh, Martin McDow, Martin McDonald or whatever, Donald, uh-huh. I don't know how to say his last name. Donald, he, yeah. His next Colin Farrell movie oh, yeah. uh, played and people really liked it. They say it's better than In Bruges and I love In Bruges. Oh man, dude, you're a real cinephile here. I don't know. <laughs> I see dude, this. it's it's awesome. Yeah. It's 
that movie's awesome. You would love it. Okay, you would yeah. love it. No, I, I, I bet I will. I'll, I'll check. That's out. Colin Farrell out. and um, Dominic something. Dominic um, Monaghan. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Uh, okay. Kind of a bigger guy. Okay. Probably. I'll, I'll check it out. I'll, I'll Dude, movie slot. Yeah. Sli- it's so good. It's one of my favorites. I would say top top thirty movies, top forty movies. Really Dang. good. What's the, what? That's on my list. You'll have to tell me after. I'll put it on. Okay. Um, yeah. But yeah, this is cool. You know, the video came out of Brandon Fraser, and you know, like even with his little pant leg, he was like pulling it down. But I, I'm sorry if you said this already. He was trying to like get out. He was like trying to leave, but he couldn't because Brandon oh, Fraser. Brandon he was, Fraser? He was well, like, okay, he I'm stopped. Gonna, I'm gonna leave. He yeah, wanted yeah. to head out because he's like, I think he's uncomfortable with like the praise. Yeah, you know? and I'm glad but then that, I that think happened for he's him. Stunned. You know? Yeah, and he was like so emotional and like, wow, such a sweet guy. He's like, okay, I'm gonna go. Like the movie's over, and he didn't expect yeah. that. Yeah, and I'm like, that's amazing. Um. Yeah, they showed um the the panel happening. It's all the cast, and so there was a lot of mm-hmm. questions. And he talked about his role and kind of how it was the most challenging for him because, like, he says, you know, during the mummy days, I was a completely different person how I looked. Yeah, and so absolutely. now doing something like the whale with how my body shape is and who I am now, I can challenge myself with different roles and kind of mm. keep keep myself more open to that sort of thing. So I was like, oh, yeah. that's yeah, that's that's well said. Okay, cool. That's pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. I'm, gonna, okay. I'm trying to look at some of the other films happening here. White Noise is Adam Driver's new film. Uh, that's that's right. getting yeah, yeah. revealed here. Of course, Anna de Armas' Blonde is going to be revealed at some point this oh, week. I'm, here. I am interested to hear reviews on that. Yeah. Um, Alejandro in in a, in a Ritu, oh, the guy yeah, that did yeah. The mm-hmm. Revenant, I believe. So, um, that one is his new, new film. Uh, we have, oh, Athena, which is getting. I, I hear that's one of the best movies of the year. Um, oh. It's like a coming of age movie, so should be interesting. Interesting. Uh, yeah, I haven't heard nothing of that one. Hugh Jackman's new movie with Laura Dern. It's called The Sun. Oh, That's I saw the revealed. trailer for that. Yeah. Uh, so a lot, a lot of, but a lot of international ones too. Like, I mean, a lot of these French names, I can't. Yeah, pronounce. Uh, it's all, all pronounce, but um, yeah, pretty cool. See, and that's the fun stuff because we love that here, and we love covering that stuff. And I'm, I'm hell yeah, I'm all about it. I want to, you know, if there's if there's a big film, let's talk about it. Let's review it and, and do stuff like that. Because oh yeah, up next we got a, a Marvel headline. <laughs> this is funny, on, good, good uh, yeah, funny nice, nice <laughs> transition there. Uh-huh. We got Ben Kingsley, Sir Ben Kingsley himself. This comes from Variety, so again, it's as credit as credible as it can get, right? Uh, his character Trevor Slattery will play a major role in the legend. Wonder Man Disney Plus series that we talked about on the, the stream the other day. So Wonder Man, here's a little synopsis because I was like unfamiliar with it. It's apparently said to be a Hollywood satire. And so <laughs> the show uh, first revealed to be back in the works in June. It will focus on the main character, Simon Williams, aka Wonder Man. In the comics, Williams is the son of a wealthy industrialist whose company falls on hard times due to the competition from Tony Stark's company. <laughs> of course. Williams then accepts an offer from villain, uh, villain Baron Zemo that gives him um, ionic superpowers, including super strength and durability. And uh, he ultimately joins the Avengers, but he's like a big Hollywood actor, apparently. Like, he's an elitist, and so yeah. it's very much that kind of ego that he has with him. So it has to be kind of a funny guy that plays him. But it's, it's, it's impossible yeah. for me to get excited about this <laughs> yeah, I, I, know nothing. Just, yeah. I mean i i think the this could be a great like shit post type of oh uh, yeah show where it's just making fun of things which mm-hmm. is great this could be their um, one step into the boys no <laughs> which i, don't I just there's no there's no good there hasn't been a good disney plus marvel show i mean there's been okay i mean there i mean there hasn't been one that's like oh no, my god back, that was so back. Good. it's okay you could say that and your opinion matters I, I just, it's so hard for me to get excited about this because it feels like content. It doesn't feel like 
work it. I'm not I'm not excited like I am for the next Brennan Fraser movie. It's like that guy's got yeah. like a hero story coming. This is like, oh my god, here's what's coming in 2026 for Marvel after 10 more shows that don't matter and like a couple movies that are good and a lot of movies that aren't good. Like I have a question I, for you. Not excited. Yeah. Okay, do you think that when we get to like let's say Secret Wars, we just walked out of the theater of Secret Wars mm-hmm. and they paid off let's say 90% of everything that happened? Yeah. Do you think that like I'm probably yeah, like okay, some of these shows like there was more meat to them, there was more matter to them after after seeing Secret Wars? Like it's oh, hard yeah. it's hard to yeah, see now, right? I mean, it's the same with like the Star Wars prequels. I like the Star Wars prequels a lot, but then you go and watch Clone Wars which came out after and then it makes the prequels uh, 10 times better, like yeah. so much better even. Um, so totally yeah absolutely yeah. but i mean it's not only time will tell it's not even it, yeah time will tell and mm-hmm. i just it's content it's versus tough, man i'll say it, content versus cinema <laughs> but no i'm kidding i don't yeah i don't know how to say because like i yeah. enjoy the marvel stuff i just not excited about it like i'm not counting down the days so i can go see wonder man like I, <laughs> yeah i couldn't care less yeah it's it's and that's totally understandable you know i think more 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 fans need to more Marvel fans need to understand that that is okay. You know, people can still be a fan yeah. of Marvel and not be excited for it because it's like there's nothing wrong with that. We have this conversation every podcast, which yeah. is pretty funny. I know. I feel. Like, I'm sorry if I keep bringing it up. <laughs> I know it's great. You know, we we say here you can be fans of everything. That's who we are. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Absolutely. I just I speak out against the gatekeepers because I Good. see we see it in our comments of TikTok, like our TikTok comments say that that we're gatekeepers. No, no, no. That's so, like someone would. Be like, oh yeah, this looks good, but I'm not excited for it. And then someone comments like, then don't watch it then. And I'm like, I'm gonna watch it. Where yeah, yeah. You, where are you saying that? <laughs> I'm like, wow. I'm a fan of superhero stuff. It's yeah, just no. I'm not talking about you. True. I'm not talking about you. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, moving on now. Other studio. Matt Shackman, baby. <laughs> Which <laughs> I'm more sorry. <laughs> we have more. We have more Fantastic Four stuff. Also, I'm not excited for Matt Shackman. By the way, as just a quick, here we go. Let me get dude. Into this. He's get he's into this. huge though. You you're gonna be excited after you read this. Maybe I don't. No, I'm. But no, he's done a couple things that I don't like. So it's the same with like. It's okay, so let's get into no, this. I'm, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Matt Shackman leaves the helm of Star Trek Four to direct Fantastic Four. I would say <laughs> off the bat, I'm more excited for Star Trek Four than Fantastic Four though. Really? I think. Yeah, I really like that Star Trek. Uh, the, that, the last one, the third, Beyond. I, well, all well, of them. In general, yeah. yeah. In general, yeah. I like that. I love them, yeah. So the search for a new director will start immediately, but it's unclear whether the film will hold its December 2023 release date. I mean, I'm sure we find out this weekend at D23 what Fantastic Four is up <laughs> yeah. to. But Shackman came up in the world of TV, mostly recently earning the acclaim for Marvel's Emmy Award-winning series WandaVision. He earlier cut his teeth on It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia before moving on to Game of Thrones. The success of WandaVision, the show uh, earned a whopping 24 Emmy nominations and won three while also becoming pop culture fixture last year, I would agree, uh, made him one of the big in-demand directors in town. The next Trek movie has long been in development with Paramount, hoping to reunite Chris Pine and the crew of the rebooted Enterprise that was first introduced in J.J. Abrams' 2009 film Star Trek. Keep keep J.J. Abrams attached to this, you know, keep him attached. I'm sure he will be as producer, because I think what... JJ's been pretty hit or miss too. I can't lie. I mean, like... he has, he has. But I think what's when it comes to Star Trek, like I mean, the first two were great, and the third one was iffy, but still something there, right? Yeah. I think if, for this fourth one, give me Quentin Tarantino director. <laughs> Remember, he was trying to do that. For yeah. A while? <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. He's trying to write a script for Star Trek, which sounds so wow. Like you would do a franchise thing. That sounds interesting. But yeah, I don't, I don't really know. It would be interesting. I, uh, I, 
it was wild to hear though about Matt Shackman leaving Star Trek Four because for the longest time we were like, what's going on with that? What's the update on that? And so for it to be this is the update. This is the update. Yeah, the credible about oh the rumors of the Fantastic Four. Now we know the answer for Star Trek. Right. It's gone. It's it's hopefully still happening. Um, yeah. that's it with that. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, Jordan Peele talks. Nope. Uh, this is a little anecdote. I just wanted to bring it up. He talks about possibly more installments in that universe. Uh, he says we're not overtelling all these stories. Apparently, there's a one, there's a loose end in Michael Bush's mysterious character, nobody who didn't make the final cut. Who's and, Michael Bush? Yeah, I looked up this guy and I looked up Michael Bush. Nope, nothing came up. I don't even know who this actor is. Let alone, I was like, is that a character? Is that somebody? Looking up Michael Bush, nope. And there's a fan theory up about a mysterious character. I don't know if that's the guy doing the press, you know? Um, Jordan Peele's nope, Mike in a prequel. What in the world? Who is this? It's the question I get asked most. What kind of makes the question I'm leaning? Uh, nope is out on digital. Oh, let's see. Yeah, that's the thing. If I even look up nope cast, there's nothing. I don't know who Michael Bush is. If anybody in the comments knows anybody okay. at home, message one of us and tell us who's Michael Bush. Oh, with nope, for example, audiences noted that IMDb listed an actor, Michael Bush, as playing a figure known as nobody, only for the character to be absent from the theatrical cut. More than merely being an IMDb error, Peel himself noted that fans weren't entirely off the mark for speculating about the character's significance, hinting that there are explanations for that character on the horizon. Uh, nope is now on digital HD. People can assume to find more about Michael Bush in... Oh, I, I guess... Like, there you go. Wait, wait, I sent you a link to the IMDb of who this guy is. He's only been in like... It's Blu-ray special features, dude. That's when people are going to learn about him. I guess. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, yeah. Because in the IMDb, I see him as nobody. And then, like, you see it, look at his uh, filmography. He was, like, an audience member, uncredited in, uh, like, Conan. Wow. So he's a small actor, but, but wow. I wonder. Dude, I bet he's stoked. He's getting all this press right yeah. now. Good for him. I love <laughs> Michael that. Bush is like, yeah. He's like, Michael Bush is like, let's go, baby. Someone <laughs> sign my next check. Let's yeah, go. that's hilarious. In anyways, I, I don't know. I find it. I feel the whole universe of nope very fascinating, but when you kind of pick it apart, yeah. it becomes very clear of like what. I don't need mean. another one. I, I don't need another nope movie or anything. No, me, I like to keep it different. Keep it different every time. Keep the installments to their own. Kind of like oh, you know what I saw this week uh, in class. You want to interview Michael Bush? <gasps> I thought we can. I. I. Oh, oh my god. Oh my you, god. You want to see who his agency is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the insights from nope. Oh my gosh. That was the time before they start doing stuff about him. Okay. Now's the time. I, I'll seriously, I'll email his publicist right now. Yeah. Do it right now. The show. Yeah, yeah. I'm serious. Dead okay. serious. All Michael right. Bush from Nope. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're hearing this, stay tuned because it could possibly be happening. That would be wild. <laughs> Michael Bush from Nope. I'm trying to find his publicist right now, but I don't Nobody. have IMDb Pro, so it's hard to tell. Here's the question. It's, it's like, were you on set? Did you shoot anything? Or He's not going to be able to tell us anything. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be awesome. Wow. That, no, that, that's still going to be so great. So funny here. Anyways. Wow. Um, we'll get back to you all with Michael Bush. <laughs> Netflix. Netflix stuff. Uh, here we go. Do y'all know about this franchise called Beverly Hills Cop, starring a little actor a little of show. Eddie Murphy? Now, Eddie Murphy is said to be coming back for a Beverly Hills Cop remake, um, well, sequel, really, um, called Beverly Hills Cop, Axel Foley, which is the name of the character Eddie Murphy played. It's apparently now filming with Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Taylor Page. Deadline mm -hmm. reports Murphy is back as the, t as the character Axel, 
I'm going to produce along with Jerry Bruckheimer and Chad Oman of Jerry Bruckheimer Films. Uh, Will Beal will write the script. The franchise moved from Paramount to Netflix in the winter of 2019 and follows the adventures of Detroit cop Foley, who first appeared in the 1984 smash hit that followed him to Beverly Hills to solve the murder of a friend. The film became one of the year's biggest hits and solidified Murphy's movie star status. It was followed by two sequels in 87 and 94. So, another one is on the horizon. Stay tuned for that. I just, you know, with Netflix's, you know, track record, a lot of these movies are just so uh, hit or miss, but mainly They're miss. They're so, uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a, I mean, the, the theme is probably the most significant thing I can recall from that. That's from Beverly Yeah, that's his theme. That's pretty crazy. Jay Brookheimer. Bring back yeah. Johnny Depp as Jack Sparrow. That's all I asked, Jerry. How random. <laughs> I know. He doesn't like doing that. He felt so trapped in the last two. I would hate for him to do that again. Really? Oh, man. Oh, you yeah. know what I was thinking of with him? Nick, uh, National Treasure. My bad. The vibe of, like, his happiness. Wait, hold on. What are you... What, I don't understand what you're connecting. Because right I didn't now. know... Okay, when you were like, he felt trapped. I was like... I yeah. Because I was about to say, but I thought he's, like, been talking about it recently. No, he was talking Maybe. about National Treasure. Who? Uh, Jerry Bruckheimer. Remember? We talked about that last time. Oh, week. about doing National Treasure. Yeah. yeah. No, Jerry Bruckheimer didn't feel trapped. Uh, um, oh, Johnny Depp? Johnny Depp felt trapped in the last... Oh, uh, dang it. The okay. last Pirates. Man, all messed up. Okay. I think. That's what, that's what I was reading, right? I don't know. It's okay. Yeah. I, I, I take your word for it, and it's, it's all right. It happens. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, he says... Yeah, John. Everything Johnny Depp revealed about Pirate Six during, oh shoot, not Pirate Six. That hasn't happened yet. <laughs> oh man, this is a wormhole. Uh, I don't, I don't know. know. I'll have to figure okay. that out. Yeah, Never mind. Okay. Don't listen to me. Don't listen to me. Okay, okay. we're on a. Uh... Time for Disney. Not HBO Max. Oh. Oh yeah, you're right. Am I on the right thing? Yeah. Okay, HBO what Max. <laughs> Sorry, I got really sidetracked trying to find Michael Bush's um, oh, yeah, uh, agent, and I found an email, so we're good. Uh, but anyway, sorry, House of the Dragon Episode 2 topped 10.2 million viewers across HBO and HBO Max, where nearly 25 million people have watched the premiere. Also, uh, when Rings of Power came out, HBO dropped the first episode of House of Dragon on YouTube for everybody to watch at the same exact time for free for mm -hmm. everybody to try to get people to hook them. Pretty smart. And House of Dragon has been renewed for Season 2. Go check it out now. Go, you can go enjoy the first episode and yeah. see if you want to buy it to service. Uh, they're losing one of the directors, by the way. Oh. Or uh, House Dragon. Right, yeah. Because he said he spent so much time developing season one. He was like, I've, I feel like I've done my work and I'm moving on to something else. So okay, good for him. Good. good. If it gets tainted, yeah. it's like it's not on me. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Sure. Um, this is funny. This was a funny quote. Uh, Coleman Domingo, who plays one of the characters in Euphoria, recently won an Emmy. And he talks about season three. And he says Sam Levinson is quote going to take some really big swings actually with Euphoria season three end quote to which I respond has he not already taken those swings <laughs> I don't know I don't really I don't really f with it with Euphoria that much or Sam Levinson dude like I've the new show that's coming out I know oh, with man. the weekend oh, it looks man. dude it looks like a disaster it looks toxic stinky stinky yeah <laughs> people are gonna watch the hell out of it I'm sure it'll be shot beautifully and like look really good oh but yeah 
dude the, like, the themes are just gross to me i don't know i can't do it i can't do it i feel gross after watching in it. the trailer like there's there's a quote i won't i won't trash it anymore but the trailer she's like sex yes this sells and i'm like that's the like, show yeah, isn't it's it selling you're, yourself you're right now show right now yeah i was like oh. yeah i don't know it's like a teen drama you know I'll, his he directs like a teen drama but instead of being like a disney teen drama it's a the worst you know, sides or very it's like not, instead of having an argument with your friend let's add guns porn yeah and porn and drugs and just amplified right like experience is amplified to the max it's just kind of i don't know and then also all the stuff about the actresses like feeling uncomfortable with like him asking them to be naked on the show like i don't like that either there's just so mm. much like gross stuff there yeah it's, it's too many too many too many moments to like not yeah acknowledge it right yeah um there you have it roadie oh we were talked amazon we already talked about lord of the rings disney plus we have the new trailer we got a new timeline trailer for andor which is pretty interesting. Oh, yeah, I like that. Uh, but Andor creators built an entire outdoor city for the show setting. Three to five city blocks, estimates one of the actors. Um, pretty crazy. I saw a picture of this, like an overhead view. I just love it, man. I love that we're building real sets and getting away from the volume. It looks yep. gorgeous. Can't wait to see the show in action. As soon as I copied and pasted that, I heard you say those exact words. So, yep, I'm with you. It's good. Mm -hmm. uh, moving on here to some light news. Uh, there's some fun stuff here. John Williams recently came back to the Hollywood Bowl as he does every year. Did you know he's 90 years old? I didn't know. Yeah, he was guy's 90. ancient. He said he's done after Indiana Jones Five. Wow, 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 wow. Um, there was also a quote. I didn't really want to put it because who knows? But he said, "I would love to do James Bond if that." Oh, cool. Came. I'm so, sure he would. If I mean, I do see him ending though, which is sad. But apparently, he had a new theme. He what? Well, not apparently. My bad. He premiered a new theme. Uh, titled Helena's theme for the score for Indiana Jones Five, James Mangold was at the Hollywood Bowl and told him to do it. And pretty we, awesome. We listened to it before the, the pod, and oh, guys, go on Twitter and look up Indiana Jones Five, John Williams, Hollywood Bowl, and listen to it because it was gorgeous. <laughs> yeah, he's a legend. He's the best. The best there is. He is a legend. Uh, and then we have Harley Quinn officially renewed for season four at HBO Max. Ooh. <laughs> Joker. I didn't like it. I tried it. I really tried it. I watched the first couple oh, the episodes. First... I was like, eh. I would say I didn't love it. season two and three are the better ones, but okay. I won't make you waste your time with Ken to get into that. Joker okay. adds Brendan Gleeson in an unknown role. We we love Brendan here. Brendan. So it is Brendan Gleeson that's in in Bruges or in Bruges and also in that new Colin Firth movie. Um, oh yeah, that premiered at Venice. Mm -hmm. So could that's be interesting. Uh, and then uh, we have Scream Six officially is wrapped production. Cool. And there will be no DC fandom in 2022. Yeah, they had nothing to do. They got nothing to say. <laughs> There's no, I mean, imagine a two-hour show. It's just Gotham Knights highlights. Here's some of your best clips you guys sent in. Of yeah, well, I guess here's no, the thing. No, I'm just kidding. I think DC fandom would be dead in the water for its film portion of things. Yeah. But the comic book thing should thrive. Like, they yeah, have so yeah. many great comic books going on right now. Great, great series. I've, this year, I've really gotten more into comic books, and it's been cool, like exploring I'm the world. Like, there's shocked. huge groups, huge fans of people, like going at it with just like single runs, like even five issue things. Like, there's mm -hmm. cool followings for every single thing. Yeah, yeah, and that's the best part about cool. comics. You can like different things. Yeah, the little runs, you yeah, jump around. Love that. Mm -hmm. Warner Brothers uh, says they're returning to in-person events and conventions instead, so we'll probably just see them at like Comic Cons. Warner Brothers, they can't even afford to do a movie. They can show up at a convention. <laughs> They can only afford two movies and maybe a little San Antonio convention, convention experience. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what the budget uh, put them to. 
Um, Ridiculous. But there you have it. We went over it all. The highlights of the week. And now let's talk about what we've been watching. Um, I'll say, you know what? I'm in a film class now. I mean, not that I haven't Ooh, been. Oh, but... real cinephile over here, man. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm in film classes now, so we're starting to watch more movies. Um, I just recently watched Children of Men, which I felt real like, oh, I'm watching this movie and I'm engaged with it. Great. It was... That's a mass appeal movie. That's a huge movie. Okay. Dang Children it. of Men. Yeah, that's a, ma- that's a mass appeal. It was that one of those... Oscars. Yeah, it was one of those where I'd seen clips of it I never got into, right? Um, I finally yeah. watched it. And man, the themes in that about uh, war and uh, just like basic human rights just lots mm-hmm. of stuff of course like we're diving into for class our, our class is about societal issues in films so cool that'll really be great that'll yeah be a great class. and with shaney so, so it's great what other uh films you guys watch in this semester um i'll have to look at the list i'll, I'll get back with you soon i don't have a memory do the right, right thing probably he loves yeah do the right one. thing yeah which i've yeah. seen as well as, oh the searchers from john wayne we're gonna dive into masculinity Ooh, we that. did that one we did that one in his class in one of them and that was an interesting conversation i've yeah. seen the searchers. i love i love the searchers it's a good one mm-hmm. um yeah and some other stuff you know kind of the, you know the movies that we know about you know yeah like do the right thing and stuff cool um i also saw this documentary called room 237 which was a documentary mm-hmm. analyzing all the different points of view yeah perspectives of the shining which i found very fascinating yeah that there's so much to unpack with that movie it just shows right. what a I guess genius, if I say, might I say about Stanley Kubrick, but yeah, take that as you will. That's about it. And per lots of thing. lots of streaming stuff per use. <laughs> yeah, per use. Um, that it? Anything else? Yeah, you that's watched? it. What about you? I I mean, okay, so this last week I was in Texas. I think it, yeah, it's been about a week since I've been on this podcast because mm-hmm. I was I missed last week. Oh, you so I grinded <laughs> Star Wars movies. I watched, uh, you know, Phantom Menace. Attack of the Clones, Revenge of the Sith, Rogue One, and A New Hope. Plus, I watched Spirited Away for the first time, which was very good. You know, I can't believe I've oh. never seen Spirited Away, and it's so beautiful. It's great. Uh, I watched Moulin Rouge, which Ooh. was cool. Ooh. Interesting. Geostorm, which sucked, but it was so much fun <laughs> with Gerard Butler. Damn, that was yeah. so fun. Death on the Nile with your favorite cannibal army, Hammer. And I watched Horrible Bosses for the first time, which was hilarious. Oh, Highly recommend Horrible so Bosses. But my recommendation this week is Neon Genesis Evangelion, which I started last night. Again, I've already seen the first four episodes restarted last night because I'm trying to like go from the beginning. And that's uh, really, really cool. I can't believe I haven't watched it, but uh, it's apparently one of the best animes ever. So excited. Great recommendation. Good one. Yeah. Seen a lot. That's good. Um, hopefully I'll be coming back next week. I've seen already like three more movies because the classes is just watching movies so uh, it's like yeah. great i could add more stuff to my litter box like there you go this is how you know the class is fun when the assignments are make letterbox reviews so yeah. <laughs> like vince if you start seeing like reviews pop up oh i see i'm seeing these elegant reviews from yeah. Maldonado. it's incredible <laughs> that's so funny i'm like these guys are gonna think wow what is he doing i'm like no it's no, class. no, no, it's no class. yeah <laughs> it's funny though i posted it and i was like oh no, it's, gosh <laughs> it's good every once in a while i feel very strongly about a movie and so i just write a lot about it mm-hmm. it feels good and then some other ones i would just write a run one-liner Google and other ones Brady. i'm like yeah there's nothing to say about this i just locked it and be done <laughs> oh yeah no, yeah, I'm with you. Um, okay, here's our quote of the week. Let's see if you know it, because it's it's kind of obvious. But here we go. I'll just we'll just go back and forth. Um, mm-hmm. Let me get this straight. They ripped out your guts and they stuffed them in jars, and then they take out your heart as well. Oh, and you know how they took it out of your took out your brains? I'll just say blank. Uh, I don't think we need to know this. 
They take a sharp, red-hot poker, stick it up your nose, scramble things a bit, and then rip it all out through your nostrils. Oh, that's gotta hurt. It's called mummification. You'll be dead when they do this. For the record, if I don't make it out of here, don't put me down for mummification. Likewise. <laughs> there you go. What Let is that from? Let us know what you think. There's a lot of easy Thanks. hints in there. There's a lot mm -hmm. of hints in there that you could guess right away. And, you know, if you listen to the episode, you have some context clues for where we're pulling this from. So There you go. Um, ladies and gents, thank you so much for listening at home. We have some fun stuff coming to the channel, so be sure to follow us on TikTok and YouTube especially. Uh, we're excited to be doing some live streams. Hop on our Discord. You'll know when we're going live, as well as our Twitter for all the updates. Uh, I hope to. We hope to kind of do like a, I don't know, like a Twitter update at D23, kind of like the second they drop. We'll see how that goes, but we appreciate you listening. There's a lot. There's a lot going on. <laughs> no, there's so much. Yeah. We appreciate you listening. Lots of fun stuff. Enjoy the content that's out. Um, make the most of it. Have a great week, and we'll see you all next time for episode 79. Good times. Yes, sir. I'll see you guys next time.